Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Hang in with these episode number seventy four on your Sunday afternoon on uh, September 26th, week three of the NFL action. Going to be talking kind of fast here. We're going to do this in uh, a few parts, probably. Um, Cooking wings, the world's best wings right now. So uh, we're going to just kick it right off and go into our week three predictions so we can get them out there and uh, recorded before the games actually start so we don't, you know, cheat our valued listeners of our vast football knowledge yeah yeah we'll see how that goes right okay so why are those scores for week three and not this is week three right mm-hmm. there we go all right here we go kicking it off washington buffalo i gotta go with buffalo yeah i think so uh a lot of injuries last week, and we we ourselves are hurting quite a bit. Um, but yeah, at Buffalo, I think but they're gonna they're gonna take that. Uh, although Josh Allen has not looked like he did last year. Right, he's been. I mean, he, he's not bad, but he hasn't you know, <coughs> been like MVP caliber the way he was last year. And uh, this is a tough defense that he's going to be going up against. But I still think they have enough firepower that they'll they'll hang on. Bears, Rams, Justin Fields makes his first start. Because, Sorry, what? Uh, Bears, Browns. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, Rams is right below Browns. That's why oh, I said okay. that. Um, Bears, Browns. No, they're not. Ravens are. Whatever. Sorry. <sighs> I hate you. <laughs> Bears, Browns. There we go. Justin Fields making his first start. Andy Dalton out uh, after getting hurt last week while he was running, basically. Yeah. And looks like they're saying now he may miss multiple weeks. So yeah. uh, Justin Fields last week when he came in relief did not look great. Mm-hmm. So and he's going up against pretty stout defense, and there's a pretty good chance they're going to put a considerable amount of points on the board to keep up with the Browns. Yeah. O- OBJ making his uh, return, uh, Jarvis Landry out and maybe out for a few weeks. So. We'll see. Last year, OBJ and, and uh, Sam Bradford or Sam Baker Mayfield. Oh my God! You want to just cut this? And Maybe do a we post should. Show? <laughs> like, yeah, they didn't have very good rapport last season. We'll see how it goes this year, but I still think Cleveland wins. Although I'm rooting really hard for those Bears. Yeah, for so. sure. Uh, then we move on. Ravens Lions. I mean, do we? No, Ravens. Yeah, yeah. Ra- Ravens should walk away with that. Uh, Colts, Tennessee. 
Tennessee Colts are going with what Jacob Eason, I think, is starting for him. So, oh, did they officially rule Wentz out? Yeah, he sprained both his ankles. So. All right, well, I knew he was going to try, but yeah, if that's the case, then yeah, Tennessee um, definitely should be able to take that. And I hope Derrick Henry rushes for 400 yards because I've been fancy. But yeah, I think Tennessee should be able to do it. Uh, big matchup in the AFC West. The uh, dominant Chiefs taking on the, uh, the up-and-comers, the Chargers. Yeah. I, the Chiefs, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Chargers I, are good. They just don't have enough firepower yet. Yeah, I, I think they're going to keep it kind of close for a little while. By the way, I can't still can't believe the Ravens actually beat the Chiefs last week. I know. That was... Uh, anyway, yeah, I think the Chiefs bounce back and get a big division win. Saints, Patriots, two of the... I would say, Fair to say, two of the best coaches of the the last couple decades. Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, both of them missing the key element that made them two of the best coaches the last couple decades, being their starting quarterback. So we have the marquee matchup of Jameis Winston taking on Mac Jones. Jameis Winston did not look good last week. No, um, Mac Jones looked okay enough. Yeah. Doesn't turn the ball over, which Jameis does a lot. Yeah. And going up to Gillette, hostile environment. I I don't like it, but I think New England wins this. I would too. I wouldn't be terribly shocked if the Saints won though. But Me neither, but I just that home field advantage, I think uh and, and Belichick scheming ways, I think we'll find a way to get a couple of the, those turnovers and could be the difference. All right. Uh, Falcons-Giants at New York. Kind of a toss-up, although, yeah, Giants only two-and-a-half-point favorite. They're um, the favorites, huh? Yeah. I'm going to go with the Falcons. I think I am, too. I think I am, too. They they looked fairly strong last week against Tampa Bay until the end. Right. It, looked, it, it got to be more of a blowout than it actually was. So, yeah, I think the Falcons get a win there. Uh, Cardinals-Jags. I think Cardinals. Card- Cardinals definitely going to win that one 3-0, and the fall of Urban Meyer will continue. What week does he, you know, grab his chest and say, I'm coming, Elizabeth? Yeah, it's, well, it, it, I think it might be soon. I don't know what their schedule is, but, yeah, it, it could be coming. All right. And then the last of the Steeler games, first in our hearts, Bengals-Steelers. I don't feel good about it. I don't either. Missing T.J. Watt and now Alex Highsmith, both with growing injuries. And I don't know what the fuck's going on there. Right. They need to like hire those Japanese guys or whatever that train and getting kicked in the nuts or something right. because last week it was Devin Bush and uh, Joe Hayden that missed. Uh, then we had T.J. Watt getting hurt, growing. Then we had uh, Alex Highsmith, same thing, growing. Mm. I just I don't know what the fuck's going on. Offensive line, got to get better. Um I wish we had more time right now to talk about it. Maybe we'll talk about it a little bit, depending on how today's game goes. But um, big to-do was made this week. And according to Zach Banner, uh, Ben took 10 hits. And it seemed like they focused on a few of them where Ben got absolutely smoked Mm -hmm. and not any of the offensive linemen, like, helped him up. Like, that's your fault. You picked that motherfucker up. Right. And apparently it was made a huge deal in the locker room today or in the the meeting room this week. So I think we'll see something different. 
And who knows, maybe that'll be a polarizing moment where maybe things kind of come together and they all get this mean streak. And I don't know, maybe I'm wishful thinking. I don't Mm -hmm. know, but that's what we need. Uh, So, yeah, Jameer Jones will be making his first career start opposite Melvin Ingram. And then the backups are a couple guys off the practice squad. So very thin. The the pass rush might be a little thin. Uh, Still missing to it, obviously. Still missing Alu Alu, who broke his ankle and will be out considerable amount of time so we're going to need the secondary to probably shoulder the load here cam uh, and hayward yeah yeah, hayward's playing right yeah yeah Yeah. well hopefully he has a great game because today's is what would have been his father's 55th birthday he walked into the stadium wearing his dad's iron hedge dad's chargers jersey his younger brother looks like a beast and for michigan state he Uh, looks like a fullback and he looks like his dad like in pads you know great big hulking man all that being said, I, I still feel like the Steelers are, are going to find a way to knock them off. Because it is the Bungles. Yeah. That, that's what it reassures me, is yep. it's the Bungles. I, I feel that uh, we're going to win that one. And again, we'll, we'll get more in-depth about some other stuff later on. Uh, jumping into the afternoon games, Jets, Broncos. Broncos. Yeah. yeah. They're 10-point favorites. Yeah. No, no analysis necessary. Dolphins, Raiders. Ooh. Dolphins are missing Tua. Oh, Raiders then. Yeah. Bruce, uh, Jacoby Brissett will be your starter there, and I, I think the Raiders surprisingly advanced to 3-0. and Buccaneers-Rams in the marquee matchup of the day in L.A. The line is even. Yeah. He's according to ESPN. Wow. Um, wow. I think the, because I picked the Rams to go to the Super Bowl, I think the Bucks are going to win this one, and that will be the motivating factor that carries the Rams to the Super Bowl to lose to the Steelers. I almost choked when I said that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's probably not happening that way. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I'm to see Michigan the win the national title. Um, Washington and not Washington, Seattle Vikings. The Vikings have looked good, fairly good in two losses, and the Seahawks looked bad, then looked good. It's in Minnesota. I still think Seahawks got this. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say game, but... I'm gonna say Minnesota actually. I'm All gonna right. go different. I'm Lions say... only two, so yeah. Packers, 49ers, uh the Aaron Rodgers revenge on San Francisco. Uh yeah. they didn't trade him and he uh, he said that they would regret it for the rest of his time in the NFL. You draft him. Yeah, draft him, I'm sorry. And then that's where he wanted to be traded to when all the shit was going on this offseason. Uh that is tonight. Packers. Even though they're going to the West Coast, I think Aaron Rodgers is gonna show out and I'm going to go with the Niners. All right. Well, fuck you then. Uh, then, of course, we had the Panthers. Sam Darnold looking amazing yet again, and they are now 3-0 and after beating the Texans 24-9. Monday night, Eagles, Cowboys. Probably Dallas is 3.5. Eagles in an upset is what I'm going with. All right, then. Okay. Uh, I'll go with Dallas. All right. All right. All right. So there's our picks for this week. We will be back probably after the game and like I said we'll cover as much as we can and talk a lot of Steeler football against the Bungles and go from there so stick around we'll be right back and what was just a second for you was in reality about three hours and 15 minutes but for us an eternity yeah uh I, I think, you know how they say there's five stages of grief? Mm-hmm. It's uh, denial, anger, bargaining, bargaining, um, 
depression. Depression and then acceptance. Yeah. I think I hit denial last week. Uh-huh. And I may have gone through the other four today. Yeah. Because while I'm upset, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not like... Irate. Yeah. I No, I... I same uh, boat. Same it's boat. It's just... Same boat. So, yeah, of course, obviously, we're talking about the Steelers and their very ugly lot. One of the uglier games that I've seen us play in a long time. I, I won't overreact like a lot of people that I've already seen on Twitter and calling it just the worst, but uh, it was bad. Um, offensive line pretty much sucked, although it seemed like they got a little bit better towards the end of the game. Ben, not good at all. No. Uh, this is the game where I'm like, okay, Ben really did not play well. No, he didn't. Last week I gave him a he, pass. He made some bad decisions. Uh, still not 100% sure that the receivers are doing a lot. But uh, De- Deontay Johnson didn't play. Juju left with an injury. Claypool uh, was in and out, uh, I believe, with some cramping issue. Uh, Ebron dropped another couple passes, including a touchdown. Yeah, that happened while you're in the uh, bathroom there. Uh, and defensively, I don't, look, they weren't great, but we're missing four out of our fucking front seven mm-hmm. uh, with TJ Watt, Highsmith out, uh, Luulu out, Tuit out, and Ingram got some pressure, but didn't really get a lot of help from anywhere else, and then. We turn the ball over and give them short fields. That led to two touchdowns. Uh, so, and that's the difference in the game. Mm-hmm. If the final score was was twenty four to ten. Uh, take away the two picks or whatever, and, and who knows? But the bottom line is, it's all. I talked a lot of shit. All, all the the talking heads and the analysts. I, I'm still saying we're wrong for the simple fact that the reasons they gave, but they're right because Pittsburgh's not going to be a good year, good team this year. Um, I just, uh, that schedule is brutal. Can I play devil's advocate for, just for a moment, which is kind of a role reversal for this show. <laughs> um, O-line is what I thought it was. I mean, it's, I, I mean, the, I think they can get better. The problem is, is there's not a lot of time for them to get better. Like right. I think Kendrick green is going to be a good one. I do. I think Dotson kind of regressed today, but uh, after seeing him last year, I think he might be good. I am encouraged by the new left tackle, Dan Moore. I think he has been playing well, spotty. Right. Uh, It's that they have to do it consistently. But anyway, go ahead. Right, but considering that this is is Ben's last year, or at least it should be his last year with the Steelers at least. Yeah, I don't think there's any question, especially – now, I mean, and you but, could see it just the defeat on his face, but yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, no, you're, but yeah, it's this is it, and you can't wait long for sure. Maybe that our O line will be good next year or the year after, but we're going to be starting over because we won't have a franchise quarterback. So, so what are you saying? Was there a point or? Well, because you're talking about how oh the O line's going to get better. I'm like, well, I, I can believe that it will get better, but it just it won't be in time. Yeah, is no, my it's, point. yeah, no. You're going to have to make. I said it after week one. You're going to have to trade 
for an offense alignment before the trade deadline. If you're in a spot where you're competitive, hopefully we still are, but yeah, I mean, what's the trade deadline in the NFL? It's like week six, I think, I think, I think it's six or seven somewhere in there. And our defense Granted, we gave up 24 points to the Bengals, but they are better. The Four, Bengals, 14 off of turnovers, by the 14 way. 14 off of turnovers, and like you said, we are missing four of our front seven. Yeah. So, Th- Three of which are absolute studs, being to it, Watt, Highsmith. Uh, I think Highsmith was, is, on, is going to have a really good year. Um, we just haven't had a whole lot of time to see them all on the field at the same time. Right. Um, our pass rush, and I, I'm still going to say it, uh, is going to be flat out nasty if and when we get to it healthy with Watt and Highsmith with I agree. Ingram coming in. Uh, there's just no doubt in my mind that this defense is a championship caliber defense. The offense, not so much. And I'm not just going to put all the blame on the offensive line as bad as it is. I will. Uh, well, uh, but... I'm not impressed with Matt Canada's offense either. It's yeah, uh, we, we see an occasional like end around jet sweep type thing that he's so famously known for, and we see some of the shifts, but still don't see a lot of motion, and it's still the same two step throw that, and part of that is we can't get a, a solid running game going, and Najee Harris showed quite a bit today. Did have a couple of bad drops late. When he's got a hole or when he catches the ball in space, he's an amazing athlete. Mm-hmm. There's no question in my mind that I, we made the right pick with him only because when you look down the list of who was available, there's no offensive lineman on that list that fixes the problems that we have right now. Not, not one single yeah. player on that list, offensive lineman or not, would have made much of a difference. Maybe a little bit of an improvement, whether it was um, the guy you wanted. I don't remember his name now. Tackle. Uh, Oklahoma uh, State. Yeah. Yeah. Um, know, yeah. You know, do you think that guy was going to make this offensive line into a viable I do NFL not. offensive line? Okay. I do not. But he did go in the second. So, I mean, I maybe swap out. Yeah, but he, he went him. before our pick, I sure. believe. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Um but so yeah, uh, Najee Harris, if they can put a couple studs in front of him, is going to be a great or at least a very good NFL back. Um, so I'm still not mad at that pick for an offensive lineman because there wasn't a fix available in that draft slot. Period. End of story. Bottom line is, is Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin are going to have a lot of work to do in this offseason to A, Find us a quarterback because mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I know it's not Mason Rudolph. No, is is he's not the answer, and I'm pretty sure it's not Dwayne Haskins. Considering he couldn't beat out Rudolph, I would say the same thing. Yeah, I see, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Maybe he didn't perform well in practice. In in the game action that Haskins was in, he did pretty well there was one game he looked like shit. the game that he started he did not look well but he didn't have very many starters with him Mm -hmm. and he went up against the other team's ones so okay really kind of hard to 
to base it off of that. But bottom line is, is that's issue number one is find us a quarterback. Issue number two is is one or two guys maybe because I like Kendrick Green. I like Dan Moore, Dotson possibly, but Trey Turner does not look like the five-time Pro Bowler that he was no. with the Chargers. Um, so we definitely need a tackle. Definitely need a guard. Although, I say we definitely need a tackle. We haven't seen Zach Banner yet. Mm-hmm. Zach Banner, he's he's a monster, and I think that he's going to help in the run game. I don't know about pass protection, but in the in the run game on that right side, I think that could really help. And hopefully he'll be back by week week four, uh, along with Intuit. They've been really quiet on on that front, so I'm not sure what's going on with there. But I'm a look. I'm going to watch every week. Of course, you know it's it's just depressing. I had that big emotional speech a few weeks ago about Roethlisberger, and I I just it breaks my heart that he is going to have to suffer through this season. And yeah, a little Homer part of me still holds out hope that they managed to put some bubble gum in the holes and keep the ship from sinking and stay competitive. But in my heart of hearts, this is not uh, a Super Bowl caliber team no. as it sits right now. Uh, defense when healthy. Yeah. But I just when I look across the board at all these other um, contenders, I there's just no way that we can put the points on the board to to match with these guys. Right. So yeah, but at least the wings were really good. Yeah. That's pretty much going to be the highlight of our football season this year, I believe. Might need to refresh that. It's doing the same shit it did last week. Or wait, oh wait, no, no it's it not, just not. refreshed itself because it switched because of the games. Right, right, right. The right, afternoon games, but. So, yeah, Pittsburgh drops a uh, a bad one to yeah. the Bengals. Second consecutive loss to the Bengals, which hasn't happened in a long time. Worst loss to the Bengals since 1995. Third straight loss, counting the playoffs, at home. They, they got blown out by the Bengals in 95? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. The year we went to the Super Bowl, yeah. And what they consider to be their Not lost. blown out, lost by more than 10. Okay. That's what I'm, when I say okay. worst loss, it was 14 points. We haven't lost by more than 10 points okay. Okay. to the Bengals since okay. 1995. Okay. So, yeah, it wasn't a blowout, but yeah. Right. Um, And for the first time in 76 games, we did not register a sack. Yeah. That was an NFL record that the streak has now ended. Uh, didn't like Ingram got pressure a couple times, nothing major. And they had him dead to rights early on. Yeah. Like three Steelers just completely whiffed and it actually turned into a five or six yard gain. It was pretty pathetic. I have to believe in my heart of hearts. If we have, Watt and Highsmith in that game, it does not turn out that way. I think we get a lot more pressure on Burrow. Yeah. I think we force some errant throws, maybe get another pick or two, or at the very least we don't give up the, the points that we did. The question is, would we have scored more? I, I, I don't know, but if we turn get a fuck, uh, 
couple turnovers. Who knows what happens? But didn't happen. It's over. Uh, so yeah, we'll uh, jump into some of the other games in the afternoon or the early afternoon games. Got an early score already. Dolphins are up seven on the Raiders. Uh, without Tua, who's there? Oh, Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so yeah. Oh, another big thing I talked about earlier in this show is the decline of Josh Allen. He just wasn't playing very well this year, and I didn't think that – I thought they were going to win. Yeah. We did pick Buffalo, but I thought he was going to struggle against that Washington defense. And, uh, well, we – you know, this is why I'm sitting in a spare room in my house recording a podcast <laughs> and not on TV somewhere with my brilliant knowledge. Because Josh Allen went out and went 32 of 43 for 358 and four touchdowns. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't think Washington's defense is as good as it was last it year either. It surely doesn't look that way. No. <clears throat> Captain uh, No Vaccine, Cole Beasley, caught 11 balls today. So that was. Uh, Catching good. everything. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, Bills win 43 21. We got that one right. And Browns playing the Bears. And yeah, we uh, we hoped for a little Chicago hope. Oh, and we didn't get it. So look at field yeah. stat line. Yeah, that uh, yeah, that's bad. Um, Justin Fields in his first start, six for twenty for sixty-eight yards with a passer rating of forty-one point three, sacked nine times, but. He, he didn't throw any picks. <laughs> yeah. Sacked nine times. Uh, Miles Garrett had four and a half on the day. Jesus. That is, uh, that's bad. I did uh, not know their O-line was that bad. Yeah. it uh, Maybe things aren't so bad for us right now. <laughs> well, I mean ever want to look on the bright side look at the bears typically let's be honest true and justin fields only had three carries for 12 yards david montgomery only had 10 carries for 34 yards baker mayfield uh wasn't great but he was enough i would imagine judging by all those sacks that um they had a lot of short fields yeah um yeah, that's wow. What was that we were talking about? Ohio State quarterbacks? Nah. I mean, it is one game. So it is one game and a half. He okay, played pretty, yeah. pretty shitty last year. Yeah, in a, in a or last week and a half. Yeah. He, I mean, it's a he's a rookie, so hard to say. But then you look at players like Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow before he got hurt last year. Yeah came right in and, and performed very well. Um, but, yeah, this isn't a uh, not a very good debut, and I don't think too many people are going to be bitching when Andy Dalton uh, starts when he comes back. Yeah. And if the Bears are to have any shot of possibly making the playoffs, they better hope that's sooner than later because I'm not sure Justin Fields is going to be the answer, at least uh, anytime soon. All right, so moving on. Ravens and the Lions. Justin <sighs> Tucker. Justin fucking Tucker. Yes. 
66-yard field goal for the win. Lions to kick the field goal to take a win with just over a minute to go, and uh, somehow Lamar gets him. Well, he didn't get him very far because right. it was a 66-yard field goal. Hits the up or the crossbar, had it oh, damn near dead center. Hits the crossbar, bounces about 25 feet in the air, and then drops right on the other side of the crossbar for the win. Unbelievable, and, and that, yeah, takes them to two and one. Lions fans, I guess when I think of the sorrows that I go through with being the Steeler fan, and at least I'm not a Lions fan. Yeah. Uh, Colts Titans. Uh, we were wrong, or I should say, Dylan was wrong. I was very wrong. Yeah. Uh, Carson Wentz did in fact play. Uh, he dressed. He played. Didn't play well. Well, at least not great. That's but, my point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, didn't throw any picks, but yeah. yeah. Uh, so Tennessee does get the win there, twenty-five to sixteen. Derrick Henry goes for another uh, hundred and thirteen yards. Ryan Tannehill three TDs. Did have two picks to go with it, but King Henry twenty-eight carries, one hundred thirteen yards. That's what I let off with. No. Oh. Sorry. Maybe if you, I don't know, put your phone down and pay attention. Sorry, I had to see my brother yeah. talking shit. You would have. The other one. <laughs> that's going to be a fun week leading up to that because that's who we play next week is Green Bay. Yeah, I know. And yeah. it's going to be bad. Yeah. Very, very bad. Uh, then uh, Chargers Chiefs. We were wrong. Mm -hmm. Chargers with the win, 30-24. to 24. Um, what did you They scored with what? 33 seconds 33 left, seconds left. Missed the extra point to uh, – just to add a little drama and chiefs actually got down within a uh hail mary's distance but it was not meant to be chargers get the win there go to two and one dropping the chiefs to one and two uh edwards hilaire finally had a pretty solid game went up for over 100 and mike williams for the chargers continues to have a big year he's mm -hmm. really stepping up and uh may soon if not already supplant Allen. Keenan Allen, yeah, as, as the one there. It looks like they have a really good uh, relationship being Williams and Herbert because Williams actually had a good year last year too. So it, it looks like maybe Justin Herbert's got his favorite. And, uh, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily call it a huge upset, but an upset nonetheless. And that sure. was in KC, I in believe. KC, yeah. yeah. Yeah, big road win. Saints-Patriots. Didn't you go Saints? I, I went Patriots. Yeah. I think I did too. Or No. No, I didn't. Yes, I did. I think you have it backwards. I think you went with the Saints and I went the Patriots. I think so. One of us was right. One of us is wrong. Either way, Saints get the win, 28-13. Um, Jameis Winston, after uh, kind of looking like Jameis Winston from a few years ago, looked a little still. Did he 13 of 21 for 128 yards. Did have two touchdowns, but. Hey, no interceptions. Yeah, no picks. It's all that matters. Uh did not turn the ball over. Mac Jones did. Mac Jones had three interceptions. Uh, 30 of, wow, Bill let him throw the ball 51 times. Of course, they were doing They were trailing. They were trailing yeah. uh, pretty big most of that game. And it, if you, there's no rushing game to speak of from the Patriots. Damian Harris was six carries for 14 yards. Mac Jones was actually their leading rusher with 
six carries for 28 yards. But, uh, yeah, they were down 21-6 to six at the end of uh, three quarters, so they kind of had to sling it a little bit. But too little, too late. Patriots dropped to one and two. Saints to two and one. Falcons, Giants. Did we, we both went Falcons, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they get the win, 17-14. to 14. Saquon Barkley found the end zone. Falcons 1-2, and two, Giants 0-3. Oh Young Hoku with the game winner. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah. What a name. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, Cardinals, after uh, going into the half, trailing 13-7. to seven, And at one point, I believe it was 19 to. 10 maybe or maybe it was 1913 charger yeah jaguars had the lead uh but the cardinals storm back in the third and fourth quarters to take a 31 to 19 victory and uh, there was a what'd you say 68 yard field goal attempt in that game by yeah. the cardinals mm-hmm. who's their kicker uh and does he have that kind of leg their kicker's really good. Who the fuck is it? Matt Prater, yeah. Oh, yeah, Prater He does, currently huh? had the record for yeah. longest kick until Justin Tucker. Until today, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I get it. Uh, he was four for four. But it did backfire horribly. Yes. Yeah, they attempted a 68-yard field goal, and I'm sure if you've watched any highlight film, you saw what happened. If you um, haven't, do it anyway. Just yeah, so you can just hear to hear Gus Johnson on the call, because uh, we were talking about this as we were watching the Steeler game. Gus Johnson is one of, I, I'll agree with you. I won't say the best, but Al Michaels isn't dead. So yeah, yeah. one of the best play-by-play men in the history of professional sports. Yeah, he's like, what'd you say? The guy said the comment. He's like a fan that wandered into the booth and and just started talking into the microphone. Like he makes you feel. Like he is a fan of the team that is doing whatever it is they're doing because he brings the excitement and it's it's just awesome to listen to him. Yeah, it would have been funny to hear like he's like the opposite of Pat Summerall. And don't get me wrong, Pat Summerall's great. I love him. I mean, he's a legend. But like, if I'm just hearing Pat Summerall's call, yeah. it's like return by Agnew. Yeah, he's at the twenty, the thirty. Got some block. The twenty-five. Fucking <laughs> yeah. Frank Caliendo. Uh, yeah, Pat Summerall was was great in his own way, but yeah, very dry, boring. You know, like Madden kind of made that team what it was. Pat well, Summerall was. They were a perfect blend. Yeah, complimentary. Yeah, Summerall was just the, you know, Joe Friday, just the facts. Yeah, you know. And here's a handoff. He's across the five, and he's down at the two. That's it. Like, no excitement whatsoever. Gus Johnson just loses his shit anytime something exciting happens, and it's awesome to watch unless it's happening against your team. And then yeah. you're like, fuck you, Gus. Why are you so fucking excited, yeah. asshole? But no, right. he's great to listen to. really yeah. is. Also, uh, go to YouTube and just Google Go to YouTube and Google. Go to YouTube and look up Gus Johnson best calls because that's also just a fun yeah, watch. It's, yeah, it, it's awesome. He used to be on on 2K. Madden is what you're thinking of. Was it? I think he was on 2K. He was no, on maybe Madden. Maybe it was Kevin Harlan this whole time, but yeah. I thought. He was on Madden years ago. Okay, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, and we had Kevin Harlan as the Steelers announcer, and I hear that voice all the time. 
having played uh, NBA 2K. He's another play-by-play guy I love, though. Uh, yeah, I do like Kevin Harlan. Yeah, definitely. I'll I'll always remember what two years ago when I can't remember what I think there, he was calling a Chiefs game, but that was also the game where the Dolphins upset the the Patriots and the Dolphins were driving down and he's literally commentating the Dolphins game while he's supposed to be commentating. <laughs> yeah. And Trent Green's like, which game are you calling? I'm calling both games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's going to wrap it up for the noon games. Like I said, we got all the three o'clocks going off and the Dolphins are a house of fire up 14 to nothing on the Raiders, the same Raiders that yeah, smacked us around at Heinz last week. So that makes me feel really good. Fuck. Uh, what we're going to talk about earlier today that we didn't get to because we were too busy. Wings. Um, ah, ah. One thing I was going to discuss. Oh. Is it Lael, Lael, whatever, Collins? Lael Collins, yeah. Lael, Lael Collins, yes. Uh, right tackle for the Cowboys. Uh, was facing a suspension for uh, basically for positive marijuana tests, but the actual thing was he had multiple missed tests and he attempted to bribe the test collector. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. So the NFL was initially preparing to suspend him for five games, and then the NFLPA stepped in and negotiated a reduction that would have been a two-game, and he, he being Collins, uh, appealed the suspension, and the appeal was heard by an arbitrator, and the arbitrator not only rejected his appeal, but also ruled that based on the evidence, the suspension should be increased back to the original five games. And now he's going to get a lawyer and try and fight it, but I can't see him winning this. No. Like, it yeah, he they have to kind of make of an example of him. Uh, a yeah, bit. they. I think they have to, and and in fact, I think five games is light. I would agree. For attempting to bribe an official on your drug test, that uh, I'm not going to say it hasn't ever happened before, but this is the first I've ever heard of something like this happening. I mean, I would think if anyone was going to get busted for bribing a test collector, it would have been uh, Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon, yeah, but. <laughs> Apparently, Speaking of which, apparently that doesn't work. What he got reinstated again? Are you kidding me? You didn't hear that? No. Yeah, he's been reinstated again. But he's nobody. Nobody signed him. Um, we might sign him after fucking losing Juju and Claypool and. I don't know if the Seahawks still have his rights or not. I thought that they. I think that was a one-year deal. Oh, I might think be right. that. Uh, yeah, probably. I I think. Why would Pete you... Carroll talked about potentially bringing him in if he was reinstated, so that's a possibility, but I don't know. I mean, you got DK Metcalf and uh, Tyler Lockett. Tyler yeah. Lockett. But, again, if you can get him on the cheap and he is, you know, <laughs> uh, rehabilitated. This time I swear. Yeah, 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 I swear. It, there won't be an eighth time, I promise. You know... Oh my god, you know what I thought of? The Raiders. <laughs> Certainly would fit in there. Well, no, I, I'm being serious though. I mean, you've got two players that have uh you know, histories 
well, th- I think those both those guys had issues with alcoholism specifically. But yeah, I don't know that Las Vegas would be the you know a good destination for somebody with a known substance abuse problem. Call me crazy. That's but a good I, point. That that could be a uh, a very bad combination. That is a good point. I I don't know. I just thought maybe Waller and uh, what's the other guy's name? Shit. Ninety eight. Fuck. Can't believe I forgot his name. Oh, the guy that destroyed Roethlisberger last year. Yeah. Isn't it, isn't it Sam something or other? Can't believe I'm liking on this fucking name. Anyway, right. Simpson. I don't no. think so. I I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about though. Defensive lineman. Very yeah, tough. really good player too. What were your, mean, What was your point? Well, that they could be there for you know emotional support and try and help them finally get through it. No, why those two guys? Because they both have issues with Waller. Did oh yeah, that's right. Waller. Yeah, they both did. Yeah, got cut. He was by the Ravens, I believe. He was a practice squad player for the Ravens when the Raiders picked him up. Oh, okay, but he was he was drafted. By the Ravens, I want to say fairly high, wasn't he? You know, I think you're right. I think he, I think he got signed by the Ravens. He was like a fourth rounder or something, and had issues and whatnot. But I, it's an idea because I mean, the D lineman came straight out and said Waller's the reason he got clean finally. Really? Uh huh. Mm, So there you go. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, we'll see what happens. See if anybody takes a chance on him. But yeah, I don't think Vegas is going to be the uh, ideal location. For somebody like Josh Gordon, yeah. call me crazy, but um, college football that also happened this weekend. Very weak. Other than outs, I mean, the Notre Dame Wisconsin game was a good. It was game. good for a while. Yeah, got out of hand there in the third slash fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, it, like I said, it was it was pretty closely contested, and then Notre Dame blew it open and yeah. uh, made it look. West Virginia did give Oklahoma another scare last night. I don't know what Oklahoma's deal is. They've played like shit against really yeah, weak I mean, competition. They're, they're undefeated, but they've got a couple of squeakers in there that, uh, yeah, you, you, you're supposed to blow these teams out. And I mean, West Virginia is not a bad football team. No, I don't think, but, but they're unranked um, for a reason, though. Yeah. So they, yeah, they get that sixteen thirteen win. Um, Arkansas and Texas at Texas A and M. That was an upset for sure. Yeah, Arkansas moves to four and zero for the first time in a long time, and uh, shows that they were dog shit two years ago. Yeah, they they might be for real this year, but let's see what happens when they. Uh, I mean, Texas A and M's no pushover, but SEC is. Uh, uh, I was going to say A and M was ranked seventh for a reason. They they they're pretty solid. Florida played uh, Tennessee. Are, are you really going to skip over the Clemson upset? Oh. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. NC State knocked off Clemson. Wow. Triple overtime. Clemson falls to 2-2, two and two, and that will pretty much end their season as far as any hopes for a playoff, I got to think. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Penn State rocks Villanova. Iowa remains undefeated. Big Ten's kind of looking good this year, yeah. but living in Big Ten country, I still there. Yeah, no, they don't have a chance. Uh, Alabama is going to be a tough out. Florida is is 
still looking solid. Georgia looks absolutely monstrous. So, yeah, I don't see the Big Ten doing a whole lot of much. Not against those those powerhouses like that. Florida looked kind of shaky early on against Tennessee, but then kind of blew up in the second half and blew them out 38-14. Uh, Ohio State, 59-7 win over Akron. Baylor upset Iowa State. Did not see that. Yeah, 31-29. Wow. Iowa State was ranked 14th. Baylor unranked. Oh, wow. Baylor is undefeated. They will, they will be now. Oh, uh, for sure. 4-0 and now. Yeah, I would say that they'll – if they don't crack the top 25 this week, then they got to be at least getting votes. Right. Um, what else we got? Coastal Carolina moves to 4-0 and and destroys UMass. Of course, I don't think they really have any super tough games on their schedule. Right. Uh, back to the Ohio State game. Uh do you want to go ahead and tell it? Because you probably know more. About oh, it. yes. So the final, as you see. Kavon Pope is his name. Yeah. Um, homeboy, the game kind of got in hand. So he went to go on the field and he got waved off. So his response was, I think initially he walked off the field and then a staffer brought him back. And then he said, fuck it. Took his gloves off. Threw him in the stands, took his jersey off, walked off the field, quit the team. Well, it says he was dismissed after sideline incident. According to a statement from Coach Ryan Day. Oh, okay. Then that's news. He will uh, yeah. he will continue to have use of the programs that benefit student athletes. Support him towards his graduation. He will remain on scholarship through the duration of this semester. So at least he's got that. According to Letterman Rowe, Pope tried to enter the game in the second quarter, but was waved off by linebacker Taraja Mitchell. Pope walked toward the locker room, but Ohio State staffer brought him back to the sideline. Pope then threw his gloves into the stands and attempted to take his jersey off on the side. So you were right. Just Yeah, the the disciplinary part. I, yeah, a few Ohio State coaches had conversations with him before he was escorted by a staffer into the locker room. And in a since-deleted tweet, Pope wrote, Fuck Ohio State while the game was still happening. He also misspelled fuck. And, and luck. Yeah. Good luck to my teammates. L-U-C-C. Yeah. That's why he goes to Ohio State. This is a man who is on a scholarship at one of the most prestigious football schools in the country. Football schools, okay. I thought you were going to say one of the most prestigious schools. No. I'm like, no. Yeah, no. No. But still. Yeah, no, absolutely. If you ever want to know anything about the uh, student part of student athletes when they are talking about big college football programs, look at those tweets. It's not every school. Let's be honest. Notre Dame, from what I understand, doesn't play that shit. Stanford no, doesn't play that shit. No, but there's a lot of them that do. Most of them in the yeah. SEC, let's be honest. Yeah. And not not even just the big schools. Um, uh, a lot of schools do it to draw talent. Yeah. I'm not 100% convinced Lamar Jackson can spell his own name just by the way he talks. He just... He's just got an accent. Doesn't seem very intelligent. Floyd Mayweather can't read. Yeah. That's fact. Yeah. He makes hundreds upon hundreds of millions of dollars 
and probably doesn't even know how to write his own name. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, he won't be on the team anymore. And uh, I would say football game or football career is uh, probably over. Yeah, he did play in thirty-three games, and he had three tackles this season. He is the second Ohio State linebacker to leave the program this week. As their other line, one of their other linebackers, Dallas Gant, uh, entered the transfer portal. Um, you had some other news. Um, I didn't bring it up, but I just thought of it. John Jones got arrested again. Did you hear about that? I did. I did. Domestic I was still violence. talking about college football, though. Don't know what you're referring to. Dion. Huh? Dion. What about Dion? We didn't talk about that. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a report that he's the front runner to get the Florida State the new job. Florida, the Florida State job. Which, which is weird because they haven't fired their coach yet, but that's got to be kind of awkward. But I look, it makes sense. I mean, he seems to be doing well there at, Jackson, at uh, State. Jackson State. And you talk about recruiting. Yeah. Young kids in the inner city. <clears throat> Who are going to relate to? Nick Saban or Deion Sanders? Deion Sanders. Yeah, I mean, it, it would definitely be a big boost. I don't know that they would necessarily out-recruit well, an no. Alabama or anything. Well, but I, I No, I see what your point all. is. It's going to nudge that, a lot of people that way opposed to some of the other schools. For that, sure. That would be, yeah, I, I agree. Um, not sure how he would handle, you know, the pressures of a big-time job like that. But I don't know. I think Dion's pretty... He's played in Super Bowls. Well, I I get it, but that's, I mean, Nick Saban was a great college coach. How'd he do in the pros? I mean, it's you, Jackson State to Florida State is a big fucking leap, right? You know, so doesn't necessarily mean it's it's going to transfer. I like Deion Sanders, and I think mm-hmm. I think he would probably do well there, uh, especially if he's allowed the freedom to build the kind of program that that he wants to build. Especially considering Miami's not great right now they're decent but they're not great so you mean florida state i said miami oh what does that have to do with florida state <sighs> gee i don't know maybe because he's going to be recruiting competing with miami for recruits in the state oh, of florida yeah. well, when, and when florida when... and there's a lot of good football programs in florida for that matter why did you have to single out miami well because florida's doing really well right now and miami's not okay was my point. Oh, okay. So make it a little bit easier. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Now, what do we got next week for college football? How did Michigan do, you said? Not well? Not. They didn't look great. They really didn't. Um, They looked phenomenal in the 20, first half. 20 to 13 over uh, Rutgers. And that was Rutgers' first loss. Wow. The, Greg Schiano, since he's been back, I mean, they're improving for sure. But it's still Rutgers. I mean, it's your Michigan. You're supposed to beat them by three touchdowns. Yeah. So, very disappointing. Um, they got a big one next week against Wisconsin. Shut out in the second half. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They got a big one against Wisconsin next week. That'll basically kind of tell us. For sure. That wh- will tell whether the Whether or not they're going, yeah, anywhere. Yeah. So. When, when do they play Ohio State? Is that like Thanksgiving week? 
Yeah. Well, I just you have said that if he doesn't beat Ohio State, you you want him gone. No, I'm just shocked that you had to ask that. It's the game for fuck's sake. Come on, I know, I, but I don't care. Follow when it is. I. All right. Anyway, but yeah, no, it's. Yeah, I, I mean, I believe we have you on record as saying that if they go. 10 and 1, but the 1 is a loss to Ohio State that you want him gone, right? Isn't that, that what you said? Did I say that? No, I don't think I said that specifically. I said that. I don't know. I'll have to go back and check the tapes. You might have to because I don't necessarily remember that. I remember saying if they went, this was before the game got canceled, that if they didn't win another game but they beat Ohio State, you bring them back. Okay. I do, yeah, I do know you said that, yeah. but I thought you said if you don't beat Ohio State, He's got to go. I, 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 I mean, know. I don't know. I could I see. I, I got to be honest. I could see me saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I agree with it now, but I could I've see, seen me do it. Yeah, I could see me say that. Um, <coughs> yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any. Oh, Arkansas versus Georgia. Yeah, next That's, week we're talking now uh, in the college ranks. What do we got? Arkansas, Georgia. That could be a big one. We'll see just how for real Arkansas is, but. Eh. That's a pretty tall order the way Georgia is just absolutely slapping people around. Um, and then, like we just talked about, Michigan taking on Wisconsin. Although Wisconsin, I mean, they played Notre Dame tough for a little bit. Uh, they are sitting at one and two, and they're not their normal, you know, semi-powerhouse self right now. Yeah. Um, but it's still going to be a pretty good test, Big Ten football for Michigan. Well, to be fair, Wisconsin lost to – Penn State week one, and then last and week they Notre lost to Notre Dame. Yeah. So, so it's, yeah, it's not like they got beat by Appalachian State or anything at home. Yeah. Uh, I'm literally going to use that like until the day I die. Sure. You, will, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What place are the Cubs in right now? I don't care. Yeah. Because I'm not. I'm not a Cub fan the way you're a Michigan fan. Like I love the Cubs. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, Cincinnati Notre Dame. That'll be a very I thought they lost good game on paper anyway. Uh Cincinnati ranked seventh, Notre Dame ranked ninth. As of now, I think these rankings are still based on last week. Uh I don't think so because um Wisconsin was ranked and now they're unranked. Oh, you, you know what? You're right, because Coastal Carolina was seventeenth and they moved all the way up to sixteenth. Ole Miss at three and O, we'll travel to Alabama, and uh, the line number twelve in the country, Old Miss, undefeated at three and O, is fifteen and a half point favor underdogs to Alabama, and that's probably not enough. Yeah, Alabama looks solid this year. Oregon has moved up to number three, taking on two and one Stanford. That should be a solid game. Uh, Oklahoma might drop this one the way they've been playing. Yeah. They've got to travel to Kansas State. Kansas State sitting at 3-1 and one right now. The line's 10, but uh, like we've talked about, Oklahoma has not looked great in really, I don't think, any of their games. No. So this this might be the week. Ohio State taking on the aforementioned powerhouse of Rutgers. Uh, without linebacker <laughs> Kevon Pope. Yeah. Florida taking on Kentucky, NC State 
after their big upset of Clemson, cracks the top 25, coming in at number 23. They face Louisiana Tech. Uh, Texas A&M dropped all the way down to 15. Baylor um, moved up to 21. Yeah, Baylor, 21, playing Oklahoma State. Could be a pretty good matchup there. Penn State taking on Indiana. Western Kentucky, Michigan State. Uh, BC, Clemson. Wow. Wow. Free fall. They went from ninth all the way down to 25th. Jesus. Uh, Auburn taking on LSU. Uh, UCLA at number 20 with Arizona State. Fresno State against Hawaii. So, John Jones. Legal trouble yet again. What else is new? What was it? Wasn't it a domestic? Domestic violence. Something or other? I don't think there was a lot of details out at the time. Arrested in Vegas. um, Just hours after a past fight of his was inducted into the UFC. I didn't know they inducted fights. Yeah, they just started doing that a few years ago. His fight with Gustafson. Oh, yeah, yeah. First Uh, one, obviously. Charged with misdemeanor, battery, domestic violence, and injuring or tampering with a... With a vehicle. Injuring? How the fuck do you injure a vehicle? No. How about destruction of property? I right. don't know. Uh, held at Clark County Detention Center. His total bail is $8,000, but he's on a 12-hour hold, which means that by the time you hear this, he's probably out. What? Read that. Jones was arrested. No. That. <laughs> if you... Put that fucking pen on my monitor screen one more time. I'm not doing it with I'm the pen side. I'm going to catch a goddamn case. It's not the pen side. I don't care. It's the clicky part. God, I don't give a shit if it's a fucking cotton ball. Don't touch the monitor screen. Those are expensive. That's fucking 4K there, dick. Okay. Anyway. Well, if you just read it like I told you to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, UFC president Dana White says... It's hard to bring this guy to Las Vegas for any reason. The city is not good for John Jones, and here we are again. Bit of a problem yeah. when you're a UFC fighter. Yes. And that's the fight capital of the world. Yeah. Yeah. And he added, it's not even shocking anymore. When we bring him here, it's almost expected. We can't even get him to Las Vegas for less than 12 hours and induct him into the Hall of Fame. It's a problem. The guy's got a lot of demons, man. A lot of demons. Wow. So, and I didn't know that part. I didn't know. I figured John Jones, like, lived there, trained there or something. But apparently they flew him in for this Hall of Fame thing. I think he's, yeah, New Mexico. That's where Greg Jackson's camp is. Okay. Unbelievable. So that is, uh, might put a bit of a monkey into the wrench there when it comes to Getting to the John Jones Nagano fight, yeah. Which and Jones did say a while back he's he wants another year to get ready to move up to heavyweight. He wants to get up to two seventy. Just a reminder: he fought at two oh five. Oh, there it is. He's been bulking up for return. At, yeah, return at heavyweight, wanting to add that title to his collection. He told ESPN on Thursday night before the UFC Hall of Fame ceremony. That he weighed 255 pounds 
and was looking to bulk to 270 for his heavyweight debut. I don't know if that's such a good idea. I don't think. I mean, because he probably walked around at like 230 when he fought at light heavyweight. So yeah. you're, you're going to put on 40 pounds. That's a lot. That Yeah, it sure is. I mean, I get you want to want to match power, but he's already pretty fucking strong. So I. Yeah. And I that's going to fuck with flexibility. Not, and Yeah, that's not his game. I yeah. mean, he's a solid striker, but his game is ground. You know, get the guy. T. No, he's a pretty badass striker as well. Yeah, but every time he's fought a really good striker, typically what does he do? Tries to take him to the ground. Sure. And against Ngannou, you better take him to the ground. Right. Because if you get into a striking match with Ngannou, I I don't think you win that unless you get lucky and catch him. Right. I would think after you eat a couple of those punches, your first instinct is going to be, I got to get this motherfucker on the ground so he can't load up and just wail on me. Right. And at 270, isn't there, what's, I thought there was a weight limit. 265. Is it 265? So yeah, if he gets to 270. So yeah, he cuts to 265 and you're walking around at 270 by the time (laughs) the fight's started. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, for his quickness and the kicks and everything and, I agree. I don't think that's – I think he should – if he wants to bulk up, get stronger, maybe like 255. Yeah. 260 tops. Right. You know, I think you're looking at slowing yourself down way too much for that. Yeah. And to be honest, there's not a lot of heavyweights that walk around above 265. No. I no, mean, no. Brock was the last big one I remember, and Kane kind of exposed that because he just out-cardioed him and beat the shit out of him. Yeah. So. I think Ngannou's like a 240 guy, if he serves correctly. So I, yeah. Well, did you other, want to talk about Dynamite? Other, other uh, well, it's Valentino or Valentina, which Valentina. She uh, dominated to retain her title. Shevchenko, I believe, is her last name in the 125 pound women's division uh robbie lawler just beat the ever-loving shit out of nick diaz i heard something really interesting the week leading up to that fight did you did you see that it the way it ended nick diaz just quit i did not see that i had heard that the fight was supposed to was supposed to be 170 and then the week of the fight they just changed it to 185 (laughs) Both of them were like, you know what? I don't want to cut weight. Yeah. How about we just yeah. walk in fat? Yeah. And uh, the main event, which again I did not watch at all. Um, everyone's saying it was an instant classic. Ortega versus what the fuck's his name? It's another. I'm trying to read it, but yeah, basically. Uh... Diaz just kind of quit when he got his head pounded in. And I mean, both those guys are close to 40. It's not like either one of them were ever going to contend for a title or anything. But uh, main event, you're talking about what? Vala, what the fuck is his name? Yeah, that's why I couldn't remember his name. Volkanovsky. Oh, Volkanovsky, yeah. Volkanovsky. Yeah. And Ortega. And it went to a five round decision. Now, is that what fight was that? Weight class. Featherweight. Ah. And that's really loud. 
Where do you see? Oh, at the top. Right above it. Gotcha. Yeah. And he was already the champ, right? Yeah. He retained. Alexander Volokhanovsky, whatever the hell his name is. Right. All righty. Yeah, what were you going to talk about? Oh, Dynamite. AEW, yes. We're kind of, kind of, almost, sort of, maybe, getting back into this wrestling thing. Mm -hmm. I DVR'd Rampage, but I did not watch it yet. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet either. Yeah. Uh, did watch the show Wednesday night. What the hell do they call it? Dynamite. Dynamite. Uh, got it's to a, see Sting. It's a two-night special. It's called their Grand Slam. Which yeah. Were took... both of them live, or did they record the whole thing at once? I think they recorded both things. The and they just aired once. the second part of yeah. it on Friday. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sting and Darby Allen had a tag match against, uh, I don't even know. FTR. Whoever that shitting is. shitting me. Best tag team in the world. Never heard of them. Um, what they were, um, the revival in WWE. I've heard of them, but yeah. I, again, uh, they look, could walk through that door yeah. right now. And I, yeah, like I said, they're, I watched them on TV Wednesday and they could still walk in that door right now. And I wouldn't know who the fuck okay. they were. Well, if you watch more AEW, you'll, you'll learn who they are. Cause Anyone that says managed by Tully Blanchard. Yes. Anyone who says the Young Bucks are the best tag team in the world is borderline retarded. It's FTR. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Sting at sixty plus, I believe. I believe he's sixty one. Yeah. Uh, got in the ring and looked pretty solid mm-hmm. for for sixty one. I mean, yeah, he's not going to be doing anything, you know, super crazy. Although he did have a nice flying high cross body mm-hmm. off the top rope. That was kind of impressive. Um, but yeah, for, for an old man, he can still go every now and then. And it was a, a fun match. Obviously Darby Allen, you know, kind of carried the load as far as taking the bumps and everything. Mm-hmm. Sting came in with the hot tag a couple times, but what'd you think of the, the ending? I thought that was pretty dope of the match. Yeah. With God, I saw some refreshment. Sting had, uh, I, I forget which member it was and Scorpion Deathlock and his, Tag team partner is like trying to pull him towards the ropes. Oh, and, and Darby, Darby Allen hits him with the, the the coffin drop, lands on top of him on on the apron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was solid. Yeah, uh, very solid. Darby Allen is a crazy motherfucker, man. He, yeah, uh, it reminds me a lot of a young, well, even now, Jeff Hardy. Yeah, he, he just doesn't care about his body. That kid is going to be in a wheelchair at some point in his life for sure. Uh, maybe sooner rather than later, because yeah. He doesn't give a shit. He, it's like Shane McMahon. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Shane McMahon had a little more bulk to him. Darby Allen, that spot he does where he dives into the ring post. Yeah. And s- basically catapults his body off the ring post. Yeah. If he ever misses that spot, mm-hmm. he's dead. <laughs> I mean, literally, because he, just the way he hits it with his back to kick his legs around. It, that That's so many ways that could go horribly, horribly wrong. Right. Um, other impressive part about that show was that they opened with fucking Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega. Yeah. Disappointing part of it was, and I get it. I knew it immediately. The yeah. second that that was the opener, I'm like, this is going to be a draw. Yeah, goes goes the time limit, which to their credit, I don't think WWE has used a time limit draw as a finish ever. Well, not ever. 
in a long time. 30 years plus, yeah, probably. Lo- yeah. Long time. But then when you think about it, it's almost better in, in having them just go all out for 30 minutes and not getting a winner as opposed to having them go all out for 15 minutes and then some asshole comes in and... For sure, yeah. You know, causes a DQ or whatever. So, and it leaves you wanting more. So, obviously, they're going to set up the pay-per-view. I would... Would you not I, I would agree, yeah. That that'll be the main event for the title. No time limit type match, you know. Right. So, everybody gets what they want. Great fucking match, too. Yeah. Crowd was so fucking loud for that, too. That's... I, I don't think I've seen a crowd hot for a match on on free tv in fuck i don't know how long yeah it's uh overall i mean there's still a lot of people on that show that i don't know Mm -hmm. but i i enjoy watching they're good at what they do you know they they put on very solid matches tell good stories and i never thought i would say this because i never really liked him a whole lot back when I was a huge WCW fan, but I like the Shivani JR booth. I do too. Maybe part of it's cause I'm an old, I'm old school like that. Mm-hmm. And like I spent most of my wrestling fan life listening to one of those two guys, mm-hmm. you know, other than, you know, my kid days when it was Vince McMahon and Jesse Ventura and Gorilla Monsoon, Gorilla Monsoon, things like that. Yeah. yeah. Gorilla Monsoon was really good. Too. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, I, I enjoy hearing, uh, Shivani, although his look nowadays, <laughs> like <laughs> he's old man. I know, but like he, back in the, the nineties slash early two thousands when he was with WCW, he was kind of like, I mean, he's still chunky, but he was like the chunky, dorky-looking dude with the just plain, straight hair. Uh, Clean cut, yeah. Yeah, clean-shaven. And now he's got an earring and a beard or goatee or whatever and glasses. And I'm not... And I, for one, the the beard is fucking colored. 100 fucking percent. Uh Uh-huh. He's... He's not only a member, he's a client or or, or whatever the saying is. Yeah. yeah, he's he's just for men in that shit, I guarantee right. it. But yeah, he looks kind of hip, you know, like he's not what, ready to let go of What about older dudes with earrings, beards, and glasses? What what were you saying? I'm just saying it's funny that he has changed so much. Okay. I've always had the fucking earring. Yeah. I've always had the fucking beard and I've had the glasses for well longer than I've had the beard. So right. Eat a dick. Just saying. I'm not on TV trying to look cool. Instead, I'm talking in a microphone on a podcast trying to sound cool. Mm. Okay. What do you think of Excalibur? And the one time I went on camera, I put a fucking mask on. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of Excalibur? You didn't mention him at all. Who's that? The third <laughs> voice in the booth. I like him. Yeah. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about him, but it, it, yeah, he's a, he's a good compliment to those guys um i i know why because jr isn't what he was Mm -hmm. with the bell's palsy and everything um but i would i personally would prefer to see their roles reversed because it's more shivani carrying the play-by-play than it is jr excalibur too it's it's kind of a weird booth yeah they don't don't have the traditional 
play-by-play guy and then the the color guy like your your lawler or whatever they all kind of take leads on spots and and comment and analyze and everything uh interesting dynamic pretty good chemistry yeah. though and it's it's better to me than anything wwe has i was just right gonna now. say yeah. wwe has not had a truly great commentating crew no michael years. cole is and always has been in my opinion horrible and anybody that they put with him, I've just I've never been a fan. I like of. Corey Graves. He's okay. Byron yeah. Saxton is dog shit. I don't know how he's kept that job for that long. He is I, horrible. Yeah, I think he's got pictures of Vince McMahon or something. He must. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else we got? I'm trying uh, to think. What, what, James what Harrison, a football life. I'm super excited to watch that. I've been. I was out Friday night, so I recorded it. Haven't seen it. You have. So I have it's pretty, seen it. Pretty solid. Um. Obviously, Debo being one of my favorite players and just so happens to play for my favorite team. So, uh, stoked to watch that. Uh, did did not watch Ted Lasso this week. I still haven't watched last week's either. You can skip last week's. That's what you said. Yeah. Like, it has no bearing on... I Unless it picks up in the next couple seasons or next couple episodes, I, I would say just straight up skip it. It, it felt like... A filler episode, right? Because did you first, watch this week's yet? I did watch this week's. This week's was actually really good. Okay, and and yeah, we've been talking about how Ted Lasso has been a huge, huge disappointment this year, and then it goes out and wins the Emmys, like all of them <laughs> for the first Se- season. Seemed like it. Yeah, yeah, it was based on the first season. Um, they got show, mm-hmm. best show, comedy, whatever the hell it is, uh, and then Jason Sudeikis got best male lead. They got the best male supporting for Brett Weinstein, yeah. Goldstein, yeah, yeah, which is uh, Roy Kent, um, Hannah Weddingham, Hannah Weddingham, the what's her name, Rebecca, Rebecca, yeah, the owner of the team. If you don't, so yeah, they won a lot of Emmys, and yeah, this season's been a disappointment. It's had its moments, but it's yeah, I mean, it almost seems like they're trying too hard to make stories to. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not connected. That's my that, issue. That it's too. like, like I, they're they're just struggling in the writing room and just throwing shit at a wall. And you know, like the whole relationship between Rebecca and Sam. Yeah, you know, which was disappointing. But right, um, prepared to be more disappointed. Um, <laughs> I'll just say that. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, I I'll say this. I can't tell. Yeah, you have to watch the episode. Okay, fair enough. But there is something they teased. They they didn't so much tease it, but I kind of, in my own brain, sort of figured it out of something that might happen, which I thought would have been a... The last time we said that, we turned out to be horribly wrong. Yeah, very good point. (laughs) Very good point. So I'll I'll have to wait for you to watch it. Okay, let me ask you a question about that. Mm -hmm. So... If you watch the show, we're talking about a scene where, like, the, Rebecca, the owner, very attractive, older British lady, Fuck is, yeah, like, is. on a, almost like a Tinder-type app, talking to somebody that she is obviously the, really, the, really vibing with. The whole thing with the app is you can't see the other person. Yeah. There's no profile pictures. Yeah. And and they're talking for days, whatever, and they're really clicking, and... You never know who she's talking to. And then there's a quick scene where she looks at a message that she's reading and she smiles. And then they cut to the next scene 
and it's Ted smiling at his phone and putting it away. Yeah. My question to you is, do you think that was intentional to lead people to believe that, or do you think it was just just how, a swerve? How it was? You, so you think they intentionally? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Because they didn't really. I mean, they killed it right away. Yeah. You know, as far as like. Pretty sure it was the next episode, and we saw who Rebecca was actually talking yeah, to. Yeah. Like, so I would have thought that if they were intentionally trying to swerve people, maybe they would have let it go a little further. Or I guess I could go the exact opposite. Maybe they wanted to kill it right away like that so people didn't. Or weren't disappointed. Get, get a, a Ross and Rachel, you know, high hopes going, thinking that this was going to be the big. Uh, romantic ending to this saga and yeah instead she turns out to Sam one of her players yeah yeah, yeah. goes the uh, the complete opposite direction of a Ted Lasso yeah so yeah there's where we are with that I, I, I would like I said the biggest problem with the season is that it's very meandering you know what I mean like at, at Moments. Seems like it's dragging for sure. Yeah, where it's like, what's are you building to a point here? Because it doesn't feel that way. And this, the most recent episode, kind of felt the same way a little bit, except for the thing that it's kind of hard to get into it without spoilers. Okay, because something happens where the other characters like, oh, okay, that's weird. That's very out of character for that character. Why would he do that? And then, I, and then I immediately put it together. I'm like, "Oh, that's why he did that." So I, okay. it kind of sucks because you don't know. Now what I'm going to be is. watching it and trying to figure out what the hell you're talking about. I might, yeah, I might just show you that last scene. Well, no, no, I'll watch it on my own time. Thank you very much. You're not going to spoil anything for me, and we'll go from there. Fine. All right, we got to wrap this up. I got shit to do. <laughs> like what? I have to go to Champagne. For what? To return that game. Today? They're open this late? On a Sunday? Yeah. But it was Friday. All right. Well, just want to look real quick at the old scoreboard before we cut on out of here. Broncos are up on the Jets. No surprise there. Uh, Dolphins Raiders got an actual close game going now, 14-12. Rams up 7-0 on the Bucks. Seahawks up 17-14 on the Vikings. So, yeah. All right. Well, kind of a disappointing Sunday, but, hey, is what it is. Um, next week, like I said, it doesn't get any better. Pittsburgh has to travel to Lambeau and take on Aaron Rodgers, who yeah. may be our quarterback next year. Uh. Yeah, no. I don't know. He probably I, not happening. Not behind our offensive line. No, thank yeah, you. Yeah, wishful thinking there. Uh, Denver probably. We still have fourteen, no, fifteen weeks of this, counting the bye week. Yeah, it's gonna be a long year. Yeah, we're due for a long year. Let's be honest. Yeah, I know. It, we really can't. I, that's how much. I console myself. Yeah. Is like we're so spoiled. Like yeah. Uh, after this year, we're probably never going to hear the phrase, Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. Yeah. Because there's a pretty solid chance that we're not going to scrape together eight more wins. 
Not it, with not with the schedule we have. Right. I mean, it it's, is three weeks in though. It's I mean, oh, I know. I'm not completely giving up, but just the the offense that I've seen these last two weeks doesn't give me a whole lot of hope. I now, agree. When, when we get our defense back healthy, who knows? But until that offensive line gels a little bit, and we can keep Ben upright for more than he's been the last couple of weeks, it's going to be some pretty tough sledding. So, all right, folks. That is going to wrap it up for episode number 74. I'm Dees. He's Dylan. Bye-bye. We'll see you next time.